0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station
1: for all things geek.
2: Monkeying Around with Marty Ross. Oh, I'm sorry. Monkeying Around. Insert name here.
0: Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Sweatman,
3: And I'm Charles Kelso.
0: And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week is a part two of Marty Ross. But first, Chuck, what's happening in the world of the monkeys?
3: Well, I don't have any news this week because the big news is Mickey's tour, which as you're hearing this is imminent. And we're actually recorded this in the past so that you can hear it in the future. Because Veronica, you and I at present are somewhere either in the Caribbean or in Belize, possibly Mexico.
0: Possibly. Having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, the Mickey concert is not until significantly later in the week. So it, I think it's the same day that this podcast is going live. Oh,
3: on the boat? Yes. On the Flower Power Cruise? Yeah. Like, you might be listening to this while we're watching Mickey.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's the what Twilight I'll be possible. doing because I'm not on the boat. I'll be sitting at <laughs> home. <listening to> <laughs> well, we'll
3: be we'll be thinking of you guys yes. while we're Thank at the you. while we're at sea watching Mickey Dolans perform. Possibly at this moment when you're listening to this.
0: Yes. Entirely a possibility. Yeah.
3: Nikki's tour kicks off this weekend. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be back to shore by then, uh, knock on wood. And <laughs> we're our, we'll be there with Elaine and your husband, Matt, and our friend Derek, and we'll be at the Orlando show. But we'll be all week taking all kinds of pictures, both at the concert and at Mickey's concert on the boat, on the flower power cruise. So um, definitely turn into our social media because we're going to have a lot of stuff there. Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah.
3: All right. I think they're ready to listen to Marty Ross now.
0: All righty. But first, we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show. And when we come back, we'll be getting into Marty Ross, part two.
3: Check out the Modern Musicology podcast, where each week we talk about things like what makes a great drummer. Our favorite rock documentaries. Songs we love by artists we don't love. Our favorite concert memories. Songs that
1: should have been singles. And all of our favorite music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now.
3: Do not use Modern Musicology if you're allergic to it. Modern Musicology may produce itching, dizziness, vertigo, temporary blindness, or heart palpitations. Do not taunt Modern Musicology.
0: Ask your doctor about switching to Modern Musicology.
2: Okay, I'm ready. Whatever you want to talk about next. Oh, you said I've got Monkey Mania Radio. Yeah, Monkey mm-hmm. Mania Radio is available on Live 365 or Tune In or Roku TV. And it's a, it's available, it's we're 365 and we're playing music nonstop. Live 365. We don't break for Thanksgiving or birthdays or or Mother's yeah. Day, Christmas, Annika, <laughs> Kwanzaa, July 4th. We're playing. We're in a booth in the middle of Minnesota. <laughs> and we are working together day and night to make this the best station possible. Monkey Mania Radio has been around since September 12th, I believe. Uh we started a, 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 a soft run uh July 4th of last year, uh no of 2021. And right. this is it's it's actually we're growing and growing and growing and growing. We have people that are listening all over the world. It's amazing. I, I, you know, sometimes I can look cause we have that little thing that we can yeah, look yeah. at, you know, you tell know you like where yeah.
0: people are listening from. And, yeah.
2: You know, Guam and you know, it's, you know, it is it, it, a, I keep thinking in Guam, you know, take the last train to Clarksville. That's that can't be. <laughs> 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 what is that? You know, I mean, Clarksville, we don't have a Clarksville. <laughs> you know, where is Clarksville?
0: Tennessee.
2: Go ahead. I'm I'm ready for the next punishment. <laughs>
3: right. Well, how did it come about? How did how did the change come from Monkeys fans hating you to now you're a host on Monkey Mania Radio? Like what was the transition there?
2: Uh the transition was one person. Okay. Her name is Jody Ritson.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: And Jody Ritson turned the whole thing around by herself, basically wow. started it. I was there and Dino and Larry and Jared and but the things got turned around, uh, by, uh, and also there was, a, we, I did an interview on zilch.
3: Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And z- at that was the first time that I told the woeful story of the woe begotten young man who'd been had death threats and made it as pathetic as possible. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah. We had death threats. It's true, but you know, but, uh, turn that around and, and, uh, there was a time when Mickey Dolans was appearing at a, a bowling alley of his wife's friends owns a bowling alley, but Mickey said they're doing a charity. Would you possibly come out to do something for this? And Jody Ritson figured out a way to be able to make a karaoke out of it. So <laughs> yeah. you for a special price, you'd be able to come and sing a song with Mickey
4: Yeah,
2: and you do this and you do this. And, and it was for charity. So I said, well, hell, I'll be part of that. So I was part of that and came out there and Mickey and I sang together. And there was about, there was a a lot of people in there that were just blown away at how that happened at that Mm. night. And then it started happening more. I would come out and sing on stage with Mickey and it, and do things with him on stage. And uh, there was, uh, then there was a talk of a new monkeys reunion. And we did one reunion that was pretty good. That was at an art space in, in the Valley. Mm-hmm. But Jody Ritson wanted to up, up that to being uh, live at a pop proper club in Hollywood. Mm. When, and we sold it out. Wow. And these were new monkey fans, but they were also fans of the monkeys, but
4: mm-hmm.
2: so going and playing and singing with Mickey and having Mickey say, these guys are great. I think they're, they're fine. It wasn't their fault, all of that stuff. And having Nesma say the same thing. You yeah, know, just kind doing I they they said, well, you know, because then you're gonna get the people still, those Facebook ugh, yeah. people that will sit there and say, I don't care what anybody says, these guys are imposters and
3: losers, and I don't care what they are
2: doing <laughs> the rest of their lives, but I hope they all go to hell. We,
0: we've never seen that.
3: Yeah. No. Like, like it's been 30 years. If we were gonna steal the monkey's thunder, we would have done it, you know. Right. So, so, you, you,
2: but this is like, you know, a week ago. Right, right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Because if you still still put that up there, there will be a, oh, yeah. a thing that will go
3: viral uh, oh, yeah. that, you know, that'll say, oh, yeah, hell yes, hang them all. Yeah. You know, no, we, we had an episode <laughs> that yeah. where, where we were speculating about should they reboot the monkeys? Right, because uh, they rebooted. Like, it about all kinds of things. Yeah, into, I got like, a
0: Broadway it. musical show. People thought correct, that
3: correct. I was or, trying to reboot the monkeys. I mean, people, were, you know, very negative. Re- guys, it's a podcast. We're just talking about things. Yeah, right. The thing that makes it different than anything
2: else was the brilliance of Schneider and Rafelson. They're one, one. They're brilliant at a lot of things, doing that. But the one thing that set it all apart from any other TV show, except the Nelsons, was. They kept their names. Mm, they right. didn't. It wasn't Mickey Dolan stars as Coco Boy, or right. you know yeah. what, Nesmith as Jimmy. Yeah, it right. was because then you would have been able. Those were characters, and yeah. you people say you can't replace those characters. Mickey Dolan's will always be Mickey. Mickey Dolan's will always be Bongo. You know, and you say, <laughs> yeah. well, now Marty Ross is Bongo. He says that that's bad. But when you had them have their own names, then it crossed into the realm of reality television before its day
1: yeah right yeah
2: so yeah. they have their own names and they're doing a script it's not literally it literally was before uh what's the one where we're all locked up in the same house big brother yeah big brother it's literally was big brother with a band
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. you know it's and and that's and they those cast characters on there then you know and and that was it uh, they they did that miracle thing and we were when my mother asked me what name who i was going to be i realized they had become so they had become real like pinocchio they, mm-hmm. they, they had created pinocchio but you know pinocchio's real name was bob james
4: <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's kind of like the same thing with the monkeys cuz i think also it's where they the what the media publishes and the media had this whole thing of the monkeys don't play their music and when i was talking to my mom who was a kid in the 60s um about hi hey, we're, we're fans of the monkeys we're gonna go see mickey and peter on this show and she's like you know they don't play their own instruments
2: right yeah
3: <laughs> this, is, this is like 2016
2: <laughs> <laughs> right we were asked that we were we were asked that uh on uh solid gold uh whether or not we played our own instruments and I, I, I think I said, this isn't my instrument. <laughs> <laughs> or I think that was my go-to answer after that. I think I said, ah, or something, I, I froze up. But I, you know, somebody would ask me, so, so did you guys play instruments on your album? So I played instruments on my album. But, you know, uh, the thing is, is that it was a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you know, I mean, that's what it is. You see, does this, does this look like a, does this look like a band? <laughs>
1: yeah, those shiny pants what did jared has on some shiny pants
2: <laughs> and you're still the same as you were back then oh look at the <laughs> pants <laughs> <laughs> look at so wait a second now i've got a question to ask you guys because i'm going to okay. bust something it's just i'm going to bust you your show okay. On something. okay 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 the new monkey's pretty pretty cool and when all said and done not i mean uh, there's a tv show that i was on right yeah, yeah. yeah. for me it was pretty important right yeah, yeah. So what show number is this for you guys uh 24 yeah oh that's it yeah oh yeah. i love yeah. you guys Right. <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on other shows it's like it's that 700th show and i'm like oh my god nobody mm-hmm. left no, no, yeah. I,
1: no, I had been talking about new monkeys like from the beginning. Yeah,
3: that was one of the like, things we first we, and were, we all listen to Monkey Mania Radio and we like, you know, we're we didn't wait until episode 900. We, yeah. We're not that Let's we're not get
0: big names now, yeah. and build it up.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because what, what's happened now is that I've I'm afraid that I've set a level that you guys just can't pass. You can't, <laughs> you can't go higher than this. This is going to be remarked as, yeah, but is it on a Marty show? <laughs> you know, right. that's what it's I, I, this is my intent now show number 24 yes. okay so uh lucky 24 you have any of the other new monkeys on before no 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 mm. you're, you're the first. that was another one i was the last one asked it was like, <laughs> you, know?
0: you also seemed more approachable than any of the others because we knew you knew you we knew of you through monkey media radio so we're like hey look he already does this thing so let's ask him to do our thing so
3: <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah And knew i mean, we hear you on the radio every day yeah you know <laughs> yeah when i
2: was a little boy we had a, a little band called the insects and the insects played herman's hermits and the monkeys out in our backyard and they were brand new and it was you know uh yeah. Uh, it was tw- a quarter and you got all the lemonade you could drink. But what was really strange was, is that we had two, uh, the Kirchberg twins, Robin and Melissa, they were, they were 14 and they were, they were uh, showing signs of womanhood Okay, in, in their figure. And what was really strange, my dad said, we're not doing any more shows. And I said, why? I said, this was so much fun. He said. Too many old men coming to pay for, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, no. and I can't explain this to you, Marty, right now. But you'll, <laughs> you'll understand. It. That right. this is not, its not appropriate right now. <laughs> so, so oh, those man. kinds of—you th- know—those kinds of things were wrong then, and they're yeah. always wrong. But right. there were—I remember there was a lot of older guys, and what's a thirty-year-old man coming? You know, <laughs> listening to this little, pretty pathetic band. We were, we we're okay, baby, baby. Can't you hear my heartbeat? <laughs> uh, my neighbor across the street—he was Dennis, and okay. he—I think I've told this one before, but he, it's true. I bought the monkeys' records, and I—he stole them from me. Oh, yeah. so I get forty fives because you know what? What's really weird. The monkeys were kind of backdated. They were their music and everything was backdated. The first two albums were very, very backdated. It was mm-hmm. kind of like they were 66, 67, but it sounded like 65, 66. Right. Now the, right. Now the reason why I say that is because the Beatles were doing Sgt. Pepper
4: mm-hmm. and
2: we're, we're working on uh, uh Lady Madonna and mm-hmm. Paperback Writer and doing right. stuff like that. And the other stuff was was more. Poppy kind of last train to Clarksville, which is very odd. The first hit for a boy band is a song about a guy going off to Vietnam. How did that? How, I mean, yep. did they not listen to the lyrics, or, or did they, did anybody like like say, <laughs> "Oh, that's a catchy tune"? Yeah, all the men are marching off to war to this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. But th- that's really really odd to me. Yeah, yep. it's it's a really really odd thing because then, cause, but if it worked. And it did. Then the next song, "I'm a Believer," was a home run, and then it's been the biggest song in their career, uh, and rightfully so. It was it was a bona fide Neil Diamond smash
4: mm-hmm. hit,
2: right. and uh, it 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 enabled Neil Diamond to establish his own career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and was, you know all those stuff because he was with Bang Records, which was a nobody label. I think the two re- the two the two bands that were on was Neil Diamond and the McCoys who did Hang On Sloopy. So that was the only <laughs> two bands that they had on Bang Records. Then Neil Diamond broke off with these hits that he was having, writing for other people, got his own hits, and got his own record deal, and we all know what happened to him. Yeah. But but the, when you had we the New Monkeys, we had what was the equivalent of the Wrecking Crew and the so- best songwriters of the day at that time. If you break down the songs on our album, you've got Ambrosia. It's got a, a guy, lead singer from Ambrosia, wrote a song for us. You know, there's yeah. there's the guys that were really really big songwriters uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, were the were were on a, the writers for our album. And why <laughs> why you ask? Why is uh, isn't there a Marty Ross song on the album? Because there was a Larry Saltis song, and I said. Well, and I said to the, to the host and uh, the people at the M- Monkeying Around show, that's what I told them, was that they gave me <laughs> a ordeal that my lawyer said, let's wait to see what happens with this album and we'll renegotiate to get a normal deal on the next album.
5: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Yeah. So I would have had some songs. Oh, I think, let's see. Well, oh, here we go. I'll show you a song.
3: Okay.
5: Hold on. This is not going to happen a lot
2: on your show. <laughs> no. So the song that they, the songs that they gave me uh, was Burned and Desire which was written by uh, uh, Rob Elvis and they were by the Elvis brothers who claimed yeah. that they had been uh, selected to be the first New Monkeys before anybody else okay. of which when i talked to anybody that was in power steve blount <laughs> or matt wallace yeah. Fresco, those guys they said they never heard of the elvis brothers and <laughs> they they, they the, the, i picked this song because i liked the band and i liked the album took it over to warner brothers say she said well let's do this one i like that one and what was weird about it was years later that they would say well the elvis brothers weren't selected they just no the Elvis Brothers declined because they would have to change their name. They didn't want to do that. But in order to make up for it, the New Monkeys production at offices chose Burning Desire from the from the Elvis Brothers, as, <laughs> as, which is total crap. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got a wicked soul
5: that I can't control And it feels so like right when you tell me that I'm yours
2: so that song was on the album yep. Then another one so i instead of having songs that i wrote i i picked songs that i knew that i liked yeah uh and the 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 song that the Whigs had done which was hmm Which was a great song, but this is the poignant part, okay?
5: This girl I used to live with She had a bad dream She couldn't put it into words So she put it in a screen She walked out on the window She stood up on the ledge she waited all the people but then she jumped back from the edge she said i'm not crazy just a little bored tired of being lonely i'm tired of being ignored oh i need some affection and i need some you." Hasn't anybody ever
3: told you what a little affection can do? So that song was the song I put on that album. Uh, Elaine, you had a question about that song.
1: I do have a question about the song Affection. Yeah. Because we were listening to it on a road trip, me and my husband and my poor 13-year-old son in the backseat. And... (laughs) My husband goes, wait a minute, did he just say he put a a gun to his head mm-hmm. in one of the lyrics of the songs? I said, well, I don't know. Let me look at the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the lyrics they are printed in this <laughs> CD booklet. And the line that he's talking about, it's italicized. So it's showing me that the italicized lyrics in here, you say something else different in the actual song. You,
2: lady. Found the 30 year old mystery (laughs) or is it 40? Uh, So you are exactly right. I'm going to tell you, that's a weird story. I was doing that song at Peter Rafelson's house up Laurel Canyon, singing the lyrics. And there was a knock at the door saying, Oh, here's the new lyrics. This is, and I said, the new lyrics. Yeah. What what do you mean? The new lyrics said, well, instead of jumped off the edge, they want jump back from the edge
1: mm-hmm. and then
2: put the shotgun to his head. That was, that was meant to, uh, when we said that in the original song, well, my friend, Ken Brown wrote the song. So I called Ken up and I said, Ken, what's this about changing the lyrics? He goes, what?
5: <laughs>
2: so yes. Warner, somebody at Warner brothers was panicking because this was a song that might be taken wrong by teenagers and right. Warner didn't yeah. want to have this taken that way, so they changed the lyrics and wanted me to sing the change lyrics, but did not get permission of the original writer to do it. And uh-huh. I figured that I knew they thought it was some sort of tool or something, you know, that I just here to just sing it this way.
4: Mm-hmm. So I said, Screw
2: these <laughs> guys, I sang it the way I wanted to, and then they changed the lyrics on there. But if yeah. you notice, okay, here's the secret. <clears throat> She walked out of the window. She stood up on the ledge. She waved at all the people. And I sang originally. And then she
5: jumped off of the edge. She said, I'm not.
2: They took, yeah. if you listen to this, the record with the headphones on, you'll hear there's a different singer. They punched Ooh. in, they back. And then she jumped back from the edge. Instead of jumped off, jumped oh. back. It's not even singing. Wow. It's not even- Yeah, so that you for all you fans out there that want to listen to that song because that song's pretty well known by me, and I've done it in so many different. uh, But the the real important thing about that song was I got a letter once while the show was going on. I might get I might get emotional about this because this is really I got I got a letter from a young woman who said that she was really depressed. She was. She was uh, in the midst of committing suicide when just so happened that the New Monkeys and I was singing that song, and she went and got help. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was reading about that earlier today, and I, I teared up a little. I was like, oh, my gosh.
2: So it was something as benign and as silly and as idiotic as a show called The New Monkeys, and something came out of it that was absolutely undeniably powerful and strong and good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So okay. you know, I mean, so back to the fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and then you know, I, 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 you know, you know, when I got when I when that album came out, it was so weird because here it was. Here I'm going to put this guitar over here. That. uh to go around town to go around la and you know i mean this is music capital usa and to go around the town and see the billboard of the new monkeys everywhere yeah on side of record buildings on top of record stores on top of this it's just that that pretty hideous cover of ours but (laughs) you know uh, Which is kind of odd. I don't know why it was done that way, but uh, in any case, uh, it was such a, a weird feeling because I had come from scraping my arse off for years and years and years, and with you know very with some some degree of success uh, we did a song i wrote called fire by the wigs in the movie my chauffeur which was a number one film when it came out could the color purple mm. i mean that was pretty good yeah that's a pretty good thing to do I, I and 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 uh had songs and stuff placed in commercials i was singing jingles i was i was doing well but when i got the new monkeys gig and gear showed up just at my doorstep because i was on this silly tv show it made me screwed with my head on the you know how do you have you know and the people's people ask about why is it so much that entertainers uh seem to get hooked on drugs or diet fentanyl that's happening so much with you know lately you know with these actors and stuff yeah well imagine pretending imagine getting paid to pretend and when yeah. you stop pretending, it's your life, and your life isn't like at all. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when pretending it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's an incredible change, you know. Yeah. Uh I had my uh, you know, I had my 15 minutes with that. And and it's when I play my show at the on August 20 or April 21st at Shank Hall in Milwaukee, uh, I'm going to be doing a ret- ret- retrospective of all this stuff that I've played. And it's going to be like I am, I'm going to find it's going to be funny and poignant and stuff like that. And that's, but you know, it's just one songwriter, one singer that's gone through the mill of, of knowing what it's like when the system thinks it's going to make money on
0: you.
2: Yeah. yeah. When, oh my God. Life changes. Yeah. You're It's, it's like being in a, in a cloud and everybody walks up to you and you know, the, you know, it's too odd, you know, a couple of odd things. One is, uh, when I, I was making more money than I could possibly ever imagine, and I didn't have to pay for my food at restaurants. <laughs> right. <laughs> and That's then, how it goes. <laughs> two years later, when I ran out of money, I then started having to buy my food at restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sir, it's a new manager. I don't, I don't know who you are. You know, right? But also, you start going around town, and all the uh, the well, okay, liquor stores and and cleaners. And places like that have your eight by ten up, and then a couple of years later, it gets redone or whitewashed, and there's you're you're you're, you're taken down, and there's somebody <laughs> yeah. that, you know named Beyonce or somebody, in this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and you just go, oh yeah, that. Yeah. So you know when the show is over, it's it's kind of strange about. I think it says a, uh, something that's kind of dark about Americans. We love success. Mm-hmm. We we soak it up, and there's also an aspect of an American public that takes real under their wing really big failures. Mm. It didn't happen mm-hmm. with the new monkeys for a long time because of the extent of the monkeys wasn't a standalone failure. It was a, a deemed to be a failure that was a failure on the backs of the original monkeys. And who gives a shit? But, you know, right, they, right, right. So it let, let them go. But you know, we do do that a lot
4: mm-hmm. in our
2: in our country where we we celebrate people. You know, I mean, we do celebrate failure in, in some ways. But yeah. we but but we do absolutely. King, the king of it all is success right mm-hmm. we love success there was a funny thing last night they they showed uh, on saturday night live they had the 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 travis kelsey from the kansas city chiefs was hosting i mean here's a football player hosting saturday night live and his brothers out in the audience who played for the eagles the losing team and <laughs> they, he's making jokes about you know well, you know, it's pretty good to be up here on, you know, being a two-time Super Bowl winner. And my brother from the Eagles who lost is here. <laughs> and they show his like, you know, stern, like. <laughs> but we don't remember we don't remember number two. Yeah. yeah. right. We don't remember yeah. the second place. We don't remember, you know, what was that old joke about the guy that was not very smart? He he won the gold medal <laughs> at the Olympics. So he went and had it bronzed. <laughs> <laughs> not very smart but then that's the thing okay here's the thing about music and athletics and i'm glad you asked because (laughs) (laughs) if you run the 100 meter dash faster than anybody else there's no critiquing i didn't like the shoes anymore right right if you win you win or second third or you know i or if you play sixth, then you always say, I was sixth at the Olympics in the run. Oh, yeah. Who won the gold medal that year? I remember, you know, who won the, <laughs> but who won the bronze? Who won the silver? Yeah. It's like people don't remember that. Right. And it's like incredible. You go your whole life. You know, I like this show that you guys are doing. I hope for the best that you guys continue on with this endeavor and you make it the best thing that it could possibly be. And it's going to be great. I love your energy. I like the. I <laughs> I, I like your i i like the uh i like the give and take that you guys are doing because uh you're giving me a lot of uh, opportunities to take <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know as in with all these endeavors that start and, and stop you know i mean uh the the most important thing is to not give up that's it right. if i i never gave up on music frankly i don't do much anything else i i tried the other day to put a the front door wasn't opening right. Okay. So it, all it needed was that little latch plate just screwed in right. Mm-hmm. About an hour later, I'm going, "Damn it! I can't do this." <laughs> <laughs> and and so the door stays open. You know, the cat gets out. You know, it's what it's that whole thing. And I'm I'm in I'm I'm in I'm in the crap creep. You know. But you know that that's that's the weirdest thing about it is that you either succeed or you don't. I didn't succeed at the front door, so I still have to go back and do it. Try, try again. Oh, to hell with that! Try and try, and then think of something else. Yeah, music. Yeah. Music is a, a music is a terrible profession. It's it's yeah. horrible. It's a terrible, terrible profession. I mean, it. You know the 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 whole thing about paying your dues. That's a bunch of crap. Mm. It is. It really is. It yeah. really, really is. Because if you're going to tell me that my mission, if, if people are going to ask me, why don't you come and play at this place? And I, I've been asked to go places at different places across the country. And I don't play out. I've hardly ever, ever play. That's why this April 21st thing is just really rare. Yeah. I don't, like- I don't do concerts. I mean, I, I haven't played more than 10 concerts in the last 20 years. Really? So that's that's like not going out and playing. Right. So the reason why I don't play is because I have a, a little stipulation that there's no bar connected that's making noise off the stage, <laughs> that there's no darts or pool tables or people that are partying in the same room that you're playing at. Yeah, I want yeah. to complete or else it's not worth my time. It's yeah, not right. worth the audience's time to go hear me play and to, for me to go and entertain. You know, Nobody's going to interact the way that I feel is rewarding. Uh, right. and they can do what they want, but I'm not going to sit there and entertain entertain a bunch of people that are looking the other way and, and taking martini orders or yeah <laughs> two butt lights and can you turn it down yeah i can't get my drink orders
4: <laughs> right
0: yeah when, when when my husband and i go to a concert um small little oh, ones not here into- a lot think- oh no we're the ones in the front row we're like no i mean are, are, you- are these people going noisy
2: <laughs> i know and i, know, I think this next concert is going to be a first for me in many many years I'm going to have, I'm making sure that people are sitting down at ta- in, in, in chairs and the yeah. reason why, because I'm going to do some rock and roll and stuff, but yeah. this crap of, I don't know, when was it that universally the fire marshals were ignored <laughs> 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 because in the last 10 years, last 10, 15 years, fire marshals everywhere. I don't know. That's fine. They can all stand. What's the capacity here? 800. We've got 1200 in here now, but they're all standing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right, but if you hold up a lighter, someone's going to come over and tell you to stop.
2: Yes. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Well, that was the pathetic changeover. Was the was the flashlight off the phone thing? Right. Ugh. Oh, it's just a little pathetic. Yeah. It didn't. Yes. It's. It's. But don't you find it to be like you've got to get there two hours before? Yes. The doors open. You stand and you stand yep. and you stand and then the thing happens and then you can't see and this and that and people are yep. moving around and it's like it's not. It's not really a lot of fun.
0: I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you.
2: Yeah, so,
3: you know, I
0: can't even see the music. I want to see the music and I want to see the performers and them do their performing.
2: But
3: you like to get up and dance.
0: I do like to get up and dance. Well, that's yes.
3: fine. Dancing's fine. But yes. but
2: looking like look, but looking like uh, uh, 10 acres of corn standing up.
4: <laughs>
2: that's what the audience looks like to me. is like 10 acres of corn. It's just it's like just they're all just standing there. And it's like, mm. oh, my God. Right.
1: We, we've gotten to where we if we're going to a concert if it's general admission we don't go unless there's seating somewhere i need to right. sit and my mm. feet don't want me to stand up
2: you know <laughs> that long
1: I, I, I need to sit somewhere who so, is this yeah.
2: general admission guy anyway <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean no I, i've listed oh you gotta this is weird this is just weird my tickets are on for sale at Ticketmaster, but you can ticket whatever, ticket rip off. But uh, it's also at Vivid Seats. And I, I got a thing. So, did you see that your tickets are for sale at Vivid Seats? I go, oh, that's interesting. So, I look up Vivid Seats and it says selling out, selling fast. It's gotta, it's gotta, I have a three blazer thing on Vivid Seats, right? And then it says Marty Ross. And below that, it says theater comedy, <laughs> 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 which is. I am funny, but when I sing a song, it's not like, you know, I don't, (laughs) you know what? I think it's hard for public to go back and forth. I mean, this is going back to the monkeys and how off it was awful for them to be taken seriously when they were considered a comedy act. Yeah. That's hard to be taken seriously. Right. You know? So, you know, I mean, how did they have Daydream Believer on the same... (laughs) <laughs> you know, on the same show as the, their show, right? You know,
1: right. Yeah.
2: Because, and that's just odd to me because uh, uh the they themselves have sabotaged themselves many times being mm-hmm. on TV shows and thinking that they have to be funny where yeah. they don't really need to be. I you can hear the music now. If they want to do something funny, that's okay. But it's it's kind of it's they feel that you know it was really great. I think was the most settled big time thing was seeing Mickey the other night on Fallon. Right. Was, yeah. He was so great. Yeah. And he was, you know, and you know, the other, you know, the other people that were on the show, the first lady that was on the eye candy thing, whatever it was, <laughs> she really doesn't have anything to say or really didn't have anything. She just had a show. And oh yeah. I love being here and this is really great. And you could have you could have an hour with Mickey and it would be never ending fun and great oh, yeah. stories, you know, yeah, because absolutely. there's somebody there, that's somebody there that's been through the mill of the entertainment business in and out, mm-hmm. out, out in and out, in and out.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And there it is, you know I mean? It, but you know, that, that's, it's kind of like when my show was done, I, I decided that after that, that, that I wouldn't perform anymore. I just decided that I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, And I did see a couple of shows at a little, backup shows but it was really playing with mickey that made it you know when he showed up at the new monkeys show and played with us that was you earlier asked the turnaround they said well if there isn't any other turnaround time fans this is the time mickey's singing with the new monkeys right exactly yeah this is this is the memo yes yeah
1: Absolutely. I would have it's okay, I, I it's okay I to love to have seen that. That would have I, I would have been there, but I'm on the other coast. And so where where do you, you know, live? Atlanta. I'm on the wrong. Oh, everybody, side right. everybody's you guys we're are all, actually the
2: same place. Yeah, we're all in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So how far away do you live from like 12
3: minutes? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't know each other before we started this podcast either.
3: Right.
0: So. <laughs> and we're like, you we live right down the street. You're like, where do you live? <laughs> yeah. Where's
3: your where's your husband?
1: My husband's in the living room. Oh
2: come on. So <laughs> I'd I'd love to interrogate him. Just be... <laughs> see, see what that would be fun. It's like, you know, un- a surprising guest. Come on. Do you think he will? You think he'll come in for a second?
1: Yeah, he will. I don't know. He, 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 I don't know. No, he might not. He he can get shy sometimes. He he has shy?
2: Well, d- well, d- well he then put be- a put a hanky over the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's not prepared for it. It would be like, uh, "What am I doing yeah. now?" He's been on our show a couple of times. I've yeah. had we've had him as a guest. Well, you know what? Before.
2: He may never heard of me, but I've never heard of him.
1: But, <laughs> no, he has heard of you. He yes, because we listened to the CD like we went on vacation. Oh, now her. you're on she CD. To, <laughs> yes, now I'm on CD. I have it on CD now.
2: Mrs. Hold on. on. Oh, that's that, That's right. You brought out the now. See, yeah. this is the problem. Okay, I want you to open that up. This was the problem with CDs. Okay, now there's the... What the hell? The lyrics are like... how
1: can anybody? I know, I know. I got a <laughs> bifocal part of my... That was the know.
2: problem. That was one of the major problems with CDs. And also, one of the really big problems was you took a CD out and you put it in a tray and it disappeared. You didn't yeah. get to <laughs> see it going revolving around, mm-hmm. you, know? you know what I mean? You didn't get to see it moving around... And you right. guys, have, and is are we at your house or at his house?
5: We're we're, we're at yeah. our house. We,
2: we both live here.
5: Yeah, yeah. Just wait
2: a minute. Are you married to her? I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. It? What it took me 10, 10 <laughs> minutes to get that out? Of I know because earlier know. she said, "Me and my husband." Like I was sitting right, right here. <laughs> you should be worried because he kept referring you as the husband, and it took I me know. a second to get the fact that you two were married. So you see, you got a problem, sir. I know. You're telling me. <laughs> Why are you disowning me while we're talking to Marty Ross? <laughs> so uh pick a record. Just okay. can't look at it. Just grab one. Okay. <laughs> oh What's yeah. There you go. And and she picked out the soundtrack to 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: that's
2: a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it opens and there's like notes and stuff yeah. in that's here. That's the fun yeah. thing
2: about them that you. You it's can open records. Open oh, I know. Out. I say records. You can call it vinyl all you want, but you know what? <laughs> no,
0: these are records.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're records because yeah. they're I'm albums. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Am I
0: right. pull that out? I'm gonna like tear it up or something. You're not. It's
2: fine. <laughs> yeah, don't, do, don't don't tear it up because just and remember now. You just shared that with me, so you owe me a nickel. No, I owe you a nickel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, or something, right? Yeah. yeah. So. What do you think of uh, the future of the new monkeys? Tell me the truth. The future of the new monkeys? What?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I
3: hadn't considered it.
4: (laughs) Yes. Future is DVD. Well, I'll
3: tell you though. We've been listening to your um, your album this weekend because you were kind enough to give us a a copy to listen to, and it's great.
4: Yes. So I hope you do release
3: it. It, Yeah, I,
2: I, I, you know what? That's the proverbial. Did I say the pin in the haystack thing? (laughs) Mm -mm. See. It used to be that when you're releasing a record, you have a needle in the haystack, you're putting your needle in the haystack, but now it's all different. Everything's ever been recorded. Take the needle, go outside, walk a mile, and then drop it on the ground and see if anybody notices it.
4: Because
2: <laughs> right. the, the haystack is the size of the earth.
4: Right. right.
2: It's it's yeah. just all of us. So yeah. you know, I, I'm waiting for the songs to get put somewhere and then I'll put the album out. Uh, I That's may right. do, I, I'm going to do videos or something, but it's, it's not an important album. It's just it was an album that I did that was reflective of the album that I wanted to put out about 1985. It's a an 80s pop album, mm-hmm. but yeah. it doesn't sound like the 80s because the it sounds. I don't have the silly drum sounds, right? And the silly it's an 80s drum sounds without the synths and silly drums, <laughs> right? That's what it is. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a and it's a and it has carefully. I've written lyrics. I wrote the lyrics. Uh, I, I wrote the choruses, the bridges, the things like that. You know, it, it, it's funny. A friend of mine worked the uh, worked the uh, Super Bowl with what's her name? What's wh-
1: who's
2: Rihanna? Rihanna. And he was the 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 the, the dancer uh wrangler. So mm-hmm. they were doing stuff about a mile up here. They were doing Rihanna was doing this Super Bowl thing and the whole set a hundred and something odd dancers or something. And I keep, and I keep teasing them. And I say, so, you know, it would look really, really funny if you put a guitar in everybody's hands. (laughs) (laughs) Are they all in the band? Yes. (laughs) They all had something to write that was on the album. So they got a guitar. Can you imagine 120 people playing guitar? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah. and, And you know, I don't, I don't, it's a different kind of, that's, that's a form of entertainment. You can mm-hmm. you can you can say you don't like the music. You can say you don't like the production. The lyrics are nasty. It's all this stuff or whatever. But it is today's form of entertainment, mm-hmm. and pop music has always been something that you know that went to a certain level that had immediacy with young people that was popular. That's right. what it is still. It's still that. The only problem with it. The only problem with it that I see with with a lot of the modern music they're using uh, uh, sound effects mm-hmm. they're using they're using things that aren't necessarily musical <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's a hit yeah <laughs> yeah
1: wait
2: a minute yeah that was my most modern song composition of the day.
1: <laughs> Just get
3: twenty-five lyricists and you'll be on your way.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. Then yeah. You wrote which part? I wrote the part every time you say you. Why? Money. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I'd only written the space between songs, <laughs> can you imagine? I'd be the wealthiest songwriter ever and the most hated. <laughs> Although there'd be a lot of people that would say, you know that space in between the songs? Oh God, I love it. <laughs> it would, yes. It's the particular one that's in between monkey, the birds and the bees, and the monkeys. There's on the fourth song that space. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it crackles with a certain crackle, only the vinyl. Right. Yes. Well, yeah. Now what you have is you can you can sit there and say, you know, with all the monkeys albums, what's left to sell? Well. The sound of the album spacings. Yes. <laughs> Just put it out by itself. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yep.
0: <sighs> and people yeah. would buy it.
2: Yeah, well, sure. If, if, if Anders Sandoval uh, is behind it, they will. Yeah, he, he would find some space that was worth hearing. <laughs> Did you, you interviewed him yet? No. 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 Well, we've got to we, interview him. I know. Yes. We We'd yes. love to. Yes. You're not really monkeying around until you get to Anderson. <laughs> We're working on it. Then well, you got to get. Then you get. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What do you else you got? So you're you're in your 24th. So who have you done that's been really really fun so far? I can't tell me. It's me. <laughs> I know you're, it's
3: not you. We got Charles Rosenay. Yeah. He was he was very fun. Oh,
2: Rosenay. Yeah. He yeah. Had, oh, hold on a second. He's a DJ at Monkey Mania Radio. <laughs> yeah, right. Charles tells says, oh, I know who's another
3: guy that'll do this crap.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Marty Ross. He does anything.
3: No, we ended up with Charles Rosnay because he's friends with Fred Velez. And we had talked to
2: Fred Oh, Velez. Fred. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Fred was one of the it, first ones Yes, yeah. yeah. have yeah. us written about in his book. Okay. He, he actually had one section that was saved and he uh, did a version of his book. And he mentioned the the new monkeys. uh, It was very very sweet of him. One of the earliest ones that was actually went out on a limb and said, "Hey, these guys were okay. They didn't know what they were doing. They were on acid the whole time." (laughs) (laughs) Because you know, the new monkeys were all described uh, uh, as while we were filming, we were all missed with the episodes because the doctor that was the said that he hadn't seen this kind of stress or post traumatic stress since Vietnam War. Yeah, really. Yeah, we had a bad time with that show. T- they wanted us to do six a.m. to seven p.m., this is eight p.m. to twelve p.m. doing wow. video, and then one p.m. to three p.m. singing, or you know, it was it was it was doing all the stuff at once, just like the original monkeys. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, anybody asks me, says, "What do you, you know, what do you think about Nesmith's quick turn?" You can see it during the episodes of being like, hey, a goofy guy. It's like, oh boy, this is certainly, you can see it. Yeah. You can yeah. See it.
4: yeah.
2: That was because they were, they were, they were treating them like cattle.
4: Mm-hmm. They were,
2: and, you know, and then on top of that, they'd had, you know, they were all getting sick too. It's the same thing. Mickey t- t- said the same thing to me. He said, yeah, we, we did, the, we went through the same stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they'd work us. But, Mickey doesn't know much else than showbiz. Think about this his whole yeah. life.
1: Yeah. yeah, right. 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 Time he, he was is,
2: fetus. <laughs> he is on stage. Oh, you know, it's really great because I'm playing April 21st at Shane in Milwaukee. But on the 23rd, Mickey's playing in Milwaukee, too, which I'm going to be at that show.
0: That's so, fabulous. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's at the Pabst Theater. Uh, you know, funny a beer being. <laughs> and the perhaps theater is a beautiful beautiful old 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 theater
0: speaking of the upcoming concert um what else do you have coming up that's in the works
2: wow that was good <laughs> marty ross is playing a couple of things that i'm going to tell you about that on april 21st that isn't done very often in fact i don't know anybody else that does this it's going to be interesting one of the things that i'm going to do is i'm going to have a person come in with a newspaper it has to be a newspaper something that's got a lot of headlines in it and they're going to come up to me and i'm going to sit there and take the paper out and show the people the headlines and show me and i'm going to do an on-the-spot bob dylan song <laughs> 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 because oh, if you listen to positively Street" or any of bob dylan's songs you can actually equate Mayor says Mayor says this and that. Everybody's going to school. Teachers back at school and then the coronavirus is down. And then you know you sit there. I can read off the thing and make it about Dillinson. So that's fairly entertaining. And if that didn't drive enough people away, then this I'm now going to do something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something then on April 21st at Shank Hall in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am going to play verse and chorus of 60 songs in 50 minutes i will make them up i will i will they're not my songs they're songs that everybody knows but i will that they will i will make it up as i go along whatever song comes into my head and it's going to be 60 songs in 15 minutes which which is i've tried this out and i can do it but it's And then after the song, I'll say, and no damn requests. (laughs) That that was, that was every request I know in the world. I will will have a, I will have a two P I will have uh, some band members, a drummer. I will have a bass player. I'll have a keyboardist. uh, That's from the wigs. Bob Packner probably have a couple more surprises. And, and I, and I'm, and I will, you know, I'll give it a go. I'll sing my ass off and be entertaining. You know, unlike this. (laughs)
0: I feel like you sang and you were entertaining. So I feel like, I feel like we, we, we got like the (laughs) pre-show.
2: Pre-show. The pre-show. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I I appreciate your offer. Yeah. uh, But I'm, I I don't think I can do this.
0: (laughs) Too late. You already clicked the accept button.
2: I I think that I've had, you know, uh, I think If you haven't really, you know, watched the New Monkeys, there really isn't a real good way to do it. Uh, but there is a way to be able to listen to the New Monkeys, and yet that's on Spotify. There's and, right, and yeah. on and on all the iTunes, and it's 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 on there. And there's something on there that's bothering me. There's a review by a guy that reviewed one album. It was ours, and he gave us such a shockingly bad review that says, "I don't think the New Monkeys are very good. This is horrible stuff, or whatever." And it's on the Spotify page of our album. So I'm trying to figure, you know, no, it's either, it's one of those pages, you know, and you look at the bottoms, this monkey sound, new monkey sound like a good idea. Well, not so good. It's, you know, oh, yeah, Oh look at this. And Robert Packer, hold on a second. You got it. Hey, Bob, you're on the, you're on the uh, air right now with, uh, with uh, monkeying around (laughs) Hi, it's Bob Packner from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bob is playing uh, the show with me on April 21st at Shank Hall.
0: Yay! Wow. Yeah.
2: Hey, these guys are interviewing me right now. Can I call you back in like uh, uh, nine seconds? (laughs) 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 You can't wait to hear the rest of the interview. (laughs) Okay, bud. Okay, there's an interesting story. That was Bob Packner, the original bass player from the Wigs. Now, Bob Packer was a piano yeah. player extraordinary, but he's also a bass player. Well, he's played and played and played in bands and played in bands. And then, he's, and then he decided that he just didn't want to be in bands anymore. So he became a doctor.
4: Oh, <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> gotta have a fallback. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so now yep. he's a doctor. So, uh,
2: yeah. And I got to call him back pretty soon because we got to talk about that stuff.
3: Well, yes. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. This has been great. This
0: has been fantastic. I oh.
1: like those
0: pictures. So, April twenty first, Milwaukee.
3: Yes,
2: at Stank. Be Hall. there if you can. Be there if you can. No, no, not if you can. No, you don't you do to sell it like that. Be yeah, there. There is going to be free <laughs> puppy and kitten giveaways and five hundred dollars.
0: I'll take all the kittens. Yes.
2: Be- no, I need yeah. some. I need.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and I'd like to thank Jody Ritson and Mickey Dolans, and I'd like to thank Larry Dino and Jared. I could take Matt. I'd like to say thank the late late Steve Blowner for his this idea that was a fabulous blow-up and just completely <laughs> it, but it was fun and it was not fun, but it was an experience. And you guys called me up and asked me to talk about it. So it still better to me. I could have just said, hell no. So it, it all worked <laughs> I'm, out. I'm glad
1: you didn't yes. say that. I'm glad you came to talk to us. Yes, yes absolutely. And
2: have a fun time in Atlanta. I hope that you guys uh, have a good time there in Atlanta. And Hope the next time you guys get the games that things work out better. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a great day. All Bye. Right.
0: Thanks thank you so too. much. Bye.
2: And thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: All right, Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Monkeying Around, on Facebook at Monkeying Around, our Facebook discussion group. Our email is monkeyingaroundpodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram.
3: And definitely check us out on the social medias right now, especially because we're going to have more photos and videos and things than we've ever had probably (laughs) from the flower power cruise and the concert. And if you, if you, I mean, if you've got photos of the flower power cruise, the concert, definitely tweet them at monkeying around and tag us on Instagram. And we'd love to see uh, who else was there and what, what you're seeing, you know, as these tours tend to, they evolve. It seems like as Mm -hmm. they go from stop to stop. So if we're going to be at the first show, So if you're somewhere along the line, you know, take some photos and tag us because we'd love to see everyone out there monkeying around across the country.
0: Yes. Yes. And how about us, Chuck?
3: You can find us at feltnerdy.com. And? Earth Station Trek, our podcast about Star Trek.
0: All right. Thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com.
5: Guys, take a look at this. It's Pope Mouthwash. Mm, I bet that tastes good. You guys?
2: All kidding aside, I think it's pretty cool that we have Pope John Paul with us in town. Yeah, if we had Pope George Ringle, we could have a reunion.
0: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network.